0: Mikey, Mikey and Ren Eat it. In Yum.
1: A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat.
0: Hi everybody and welcome to Mikey and Ren Eat In. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. We are here today for a very special episode, uh, the first of a series that I think we're going to call Primary Colors.
1: Yeah. Is that
0: what we're going to call it? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, the idea yeah, of these shows good. is that we're going to just talk about one, like, very famous, very popular food staple and just dig into it.
1: Yeah. I wish we were really, literally digging into it today. Well, this one.
0: That is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> on all my Zoom calls because I'm a chef, and so I'll be on these Zoom calls where we'll be talking about food, and I'm always made fun of because I'm constantly eating. Like, I bring at least two to three snacks with me every time that I'm on a, on a call. Right. And we don't do that for our show, which I think is, is uh, we're kind of hypocrites.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did sort of decide early on that chewing on microphones was gross.
0: Sure. And
1: so, um, I you know, I think I understand our reasoning for it. But...
0: But I end up at the end of the show wildly hungry. Yes. (laughs) And it's like, it's a very unfortunate thing.
1: So the superstar of our first Primary Colors episode is... I wish you had a drum roll in there. Oh, do I? You don't. Nope. (laughs) Nope.
0: (laughs) Nope. 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 That's really loud. It's so loud.
1: <laughs> it's so
0: loud. Um, I do have a drum roll somewhere in here. I just don't really know how to use this thing that we used to record. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Um, the, what we chose, yeah. our first food,
0: is... Yes. The hamburger. The hamburger.
1: The hamburger. We. Um, I just ate a hamburger last night at mm. a really fun outdoor music venue. Yep. And that was um, the
0: thing that made me think of it.
1: Yeah, this was. I think what inspired Mikey to um, to create this show. So, if you have ideas about. Primary colors, send them our way because yeah. this is um. It's really fun to do a deep dive on something that a lot of us eat as For long sure. as we're not vegetarian, right? Um, and have but probably even vegetarians.
0: We do like there's a veggie a, there's burger, obviously a veggie burger sure. which is delicious,
1: totally. Um, but we've a lot of us have eaten them, you know, kind of throughout our lives, yeah, and. I didn't know anything really about the
0: burger. I didn't either. Yeah. And these are going to kind of be like, you know, standard kind of Americana staples, I think. We're going to do, I mean, I think hamburgers, pizza, Mm -hmm. you know, mac and cheese, Mm -hmm. like things like that. But we might dip into kind of like world, you know, world staples, like a curry, like sushi, like the things just like, these are big, broad topics, but that we can really drill into in a way that, I mean, sushi is going to have to be like a six-part series. Oh my God. Right. Totally. hamburger hamburger like most american foods it's kind of some basic bitch shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> we should take some meat and I can't believe that we're even talking about the invention of something that's literally just meat and bread. Yes. Like it's like and the and the when you start to dig into the, like the history and the etymology and stuff people are so mad.
1: Oh god, yeah. About, They're like
0: that's not a hamburger. That's
1: right. Yeah. Well, and Is a hamburger a sandwich?
0: Oh, God. We'll talk about the most incel dark corners of the (laughs) internet, the people talking about that, like, death threats to each other about, like, hot dog's not a fucking sandwich. (laughs) Right. And it's just outstanding. (laughs) We're going to not even, I don't know, maybe we will get into that. Maybe we'll have some hot takes, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think a, a burger is a salad. A salad. No, like, <laughs> trying trying
1: to figure out how you got there. Just I, really, I, couldn't.
0: I, I don't think it's a sandwich. I think it's an ice cream cone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally why are you so crazy
1: well what did you find what do you well what what's your um yeah what are your what's your research thoughts on when it
0: started i went deep so as you should know if you listen to the show at all um corinne is the egghead she's a little bit more she was a good student (laughs) she's whatever she um, cheated whenever he could and i went to one source and my source was wikipedia (laughs) nice
1: solid sourcing
0: (laughs) you're welcome And, um, but so basically, I mean, the thing that I think is so interesting is just a, well, first of all, I was like, it's a hamburger. It's from Hamburg, Germany. Right. Like that's, that was, that's what I've always thought about it. I I always remember it was like called a a Hamburg steak or a Hamburg steak. Mm -hmm. And then they, and they would serve it with um, a sauce kind of. And so then they started serving it with bread. Mm -hmm. And then the bread eventually kind of went underneath the Mm -hmm. Hamburg steak hamburger was born. right? Mm -hmm. But. The amount of people that are just claiming credit for the hamburger is outstanding. Oh yeah! And and the other thing about it that I found amazing was the fucking names of the claims of the of the inventors. So we got Louis Lassen. Yep. Kind of the least interesting name. Then we got Chuck Nagreen, Otto Kossi, Oscar Bilby, <laughs> Frank and Charles, Frank and Chuck Menches, <laughs> Fletcher Davis. Just it's amazing. It's all these just like. Fucking wild men, obviously. Um, But basically, you know, the the thing that you start to see is you start to see it kind of like, and I think this is a lot of these foods kind of um, origin story is around like army guys, like either World War II guys or whatever, or sailors or things like that. So this was like, like, how can we get kind of a handmade, a handheld steak? into these guys that are like moving real fast and like we need to make a ton of them, how can we do that? Mm -hmm. And the story that I'm kind of seeing as maybe being the most um, realistic to me is this guy, Louis Lassen. So he's in Connecticut um, and he, the the story basically was that he had all these, (laughs) the dish actually had no name until some rowdy sailors from Hamburg named the meat on a bun uh, after themselves years later. Who knows? Um, but there was this kind of story that he was serving these like pounded steaks, like kind of thin floured steaks that were big at the time, turn of the century, uh, maybe late 1800s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he ran out of it and he took a bunch of ground trimmings that he had and just seared them up, threw them on a bun and just was right. handing them out the window as quickly as possible. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, the other one that I found kind of interesting, you know, is just how much uh, White Castle exists in the conversation. Like, first of all, uh i didn't know white castle was 1891 was when they started oh they've been around forever wow. and basically white castle has this you know fun way of making their burgers where they put holes in them so that they cook evenly and you don't have to flip them and then they also cook them with basically butter and onions mm-hmm. and so they kind of steam themselves mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a little sick but like whatever It they taste really fucking good and they're tiny enough that you can eat a hundred of them yeah so yeah that was kind of the initial parts of mine what do you got
1: well, it's interesting because I found this Washington Post article um, by this guy called Eric Ofgang Ofgang mm. and uh, I I really liked his writing because he is one it seems like he didn't take himself too seriously in his research, <laughs> yeah. which I really appreciated. Um, and he sort of was like on a mission to kind of debunk this, uh, Louis Lunch. Oh
0: shit, my my guy. Folklore. Yeah, because my guy was Louis from Louis Lunch. Totally. Oh, you say Louis? <clears throat> I decided to say Louis.
1: Great. I mean, time. you guys are you guys are casual now. We're buddies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. And but he, you know, that's what he had previously believed, and then yeah. apparently there was um this. Uh, well, hold
0: on. I think we need to define what is the. What does it mean to invent? Invent. Something? I know. I mean, totally. Like, obviously they've been people have been eating some version of ground meat in Europe forever.
1: Definitely. Well, that's another thing that he um that he talks about that there's this um, and, and this is it's you know I think that we're really looking for where was the American inception okay. of it right? Because yeah, yeah. um, well, it's kind of
0: like the Earl of Sandwich story, right? Where like you know he, was he the first person to put a piece of roast beef on a piece of bread?
1: Right? No, fuck yeah. no, but totally.
0: I don't know.
1: But he talks about there was a this first century um, Roman cookbook. Oh, that had a recipe that was like minced meat patty. And then okay. it was blended with like herbs and crushed nuts. Okay. I mean, I mean, is that a burger? Right.
0: I know that's, this is where the technicality, this is where the sandwiches of, or burgers of sandwich people are going to start to pop their little Weasley heads up.
1: Right. Exactly. And then um, in Germany, a meat patty on bread that was called Runstuck.
0: Oh, yeah. I love, I wrote that down. Yeah. Runst. Well, and it's, yeah, you with an umlaut. Yeah. Runstuck. I definitely want to call burgers Runstucks from now. For sure. The other one was
1: Frikadella.
0: <laughs> <laughs> F-R-I-K-A-D-E-L-L-E-R.
1: Frikadella. Nice. <laughs> um, but he did find um, this ad, which was in 1894. So I Ooh. think that's the year before Lewis Lunch, because I think Lewis Lunch was 1895. So an ad in the Shiner Gazette, which was in Texas, that advertised hamburger steak sandwiches. I did
0: see this too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: At like this kind of local saloon. And so, and then there was, you know, other ads that he found in Virginia and New York and yeah, California. This is my
0: boy Fletcher Davis was the one in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, everything's derivative.
1: Totally.
0: Well, and I also think in the food world, ooh, someone's doing their lawn. Um, and they're, they're working up an appetite for a hamburger. There, um, you know, especially in the food world, there's just certain things that have to be eaten in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a bunch of ground meat, like you're probably, you can either eat it in a pile or kind of mixed up, or you're going to eat it, um, you know, like mixed up into a, a patty.
1: Right. Well, and what's interesting that I found too, it seems like the the kind of truest precursor was in the 1870s. Mm-hmm. Um hmm and you know it's it's the hamburger steak, right? right? Yeah, and it was like minced beef, onion patties, but mm. they were served on a plate, oh, right? So it's like it's like so the it's first no the first paleo <laughs> <laughs> the first paleo plate, right? right.
0: Um, and they weren't an obnoxious asshole for asking. <laughs> that. I need that without a bun.
1: <laughs> so you know, I would argue that that's not. No, that's not the hamburger. Maybe right. the maybe the the precursor to sure, but yeah. um, it's not the true hamburger that right. we and know today.
0: And when it's like a, you know, I remember learning about evolution in school, and it was like you know, when when did you start saying that like this was the like Homo erectus, Homo sapien? Like when was it the most recognizable as like a human, like a relative of ours? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like at what point do you start to say that like a burger? Okay, so it's a burger with lettuce, tomato, onion, with a sesame bun, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and that, cause that's our standard now, but that's, you know, maybe that was just created by McDonald's or someone. You right.
1: Know? Well, it, he actually goes into that too. So the, I think that the hamburger part, you were right that it, 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 you know, the, the beef was supposedly coming from this like countryside yeah. near Hamburg. Right. right. Um, but and I mean, the
0: Germans have just been eating meat, Europeans mm-hmm. in general, but Germans also like you go there and it's like they have meat fucking dialed totally, you know, Wiener Schnitzel, which I guess is Austrian, maybe technically more, but Wiener Schnitzel is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Give me some baby cow any day with some lemon on top, fried up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sausages get the fuck out of here, totally crushing.
1: And so, it looks like in the US by sort of the late 1880s, um. The 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 kind of bread piece of the burger was introduced. Sure, and so um, he references this New York lodging house advertisement, which had uh, a bowl of coffee, a mm. bowl of coffee,
0: obviously, <laughs> <laughs> bucket Ham- of coffee,
1: hamburger, steak,
0: mm. and bread mm.
1: for ten cents.
0: Fuck yeah. I mean God, those were the days, right? Those were the
1: days Thanks, that was Joe a deal. Biden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody has seen the Dr. Oz thing about the crudité platter where he blames Joe Biden for the pile of vegetables. For the price in his hand. of carrots. Yeah. yeah. For the price of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden.
1: Um, but I I you yeah. know, and then he also talks about this um, uh, in 1891 there was a there was a butcher shop an ad for this butcher shop that was selling a cookbook mm. and there was a recipe in there for hamburger on toast okay so it looks like you know kind of late 1800s whether it was you know Louie's lunch or sure. um this butcher shop it that's sort of the it looks like that's the inception
0: one it's also you know i think that there's okay so you're going to eat this thing that's kind of sloppy right Mm -hmm. so you're going to want something to soak up the juices so of course they're eventually going to put a piece of bread somewhere right totally and this is i mean this is i used to argue this with people back in the day like people that would get a patty melt i'd never seen a patty melt until i was out in um, upstate new york yeah patty melt big there yeah piece of bread the hamburger, a bunch of onions, and then Swiss cheese or something. Yeah, yeah. But open faced. Yeah. And, and people be like, oh, I'm going to get a burger, and they get a patty mount. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I can call that. A, it's, it's a, you know, it's it's it is a burger on top of bread, but it's, right. like, to call it a hamburger feels stretchy to me. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and the the burger really changes depending on your bread, doesn't it? Like yeah. last night, the burger that I had was it was delicious, pickles. Um, tomatoes, lettuce, mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard, a burger. Right. cheese. It was actually a cheeseburger, and then a bun. Right. But the bun was not toasted. It was not butter griddled. Yeah. It was, and so it's like there's a there's a part of the I'm gonna say sandwich.
0: <laughs> say well it is. I mean, I so so just to weigh into that argument, it's a sandwich.
1: I think so too. It just I, is. I think so too. Yeah. Um,
0: it's a burger. Right. Under the umbrella. Of a, sandwich. of a sandwich. And I kind of think technically, is a wrap a sandwich? Sure. I think it is. Yeah. And I kind of think in that realm, I think a taco and a burrito are a sandwich. They're they're fall under a very vap, like very big thing of sandwich-esque mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. It's
1: Yeah, they're the subcategories. It's a subcategory. Uh-huh. Okay. Oof,
0: boy. But it is, it's a topic.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it made such a huge difference to not have that, that bun be in its, it's like, it's like peak form, right? Cause it wasn't a, it's not like it was a particularly fresh bun. Um, It's not like it was a particularly delicious bun, but had it been butter griddled and it did have sesame seeds on it, which is my fave, had it been butter griddled, oh my God, that would have elevated that burger so, 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 so much. Um, and so, yeah, hashtag bread matters, I feel like.
0: Well, and it's, you know, it's also one of these things that like with something as simple as pizza or a hamburger or like a club sandwich, which is my favorite thing Mm -hmm. of all time, the littlest elements make the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. So if you start, you know, if you over toast your bread on a club sandwich, the whole thing's fucked. Right, right. And- where, like, I, I, like we so we've been going to Lost Lake lately to go camping, mm-hmm. this beautiful place out in the middle of the woods, and for some reason they happen to have, you know, like a little general store that has a grill. Yep. And, you know, they, they don't need to be serving fucking anything there. Right. This is like a place, no cell phone service, you're out in the middle of nowhere, but they have this burger that's, and it's like a frozen probably Costco patty that they use, mm-hmm. but – they use this really nice kind of buttery brioche sort of bun mm-hmm. that they butter griddle, mm-hmm. and it literally makes it an unbelievable. Like I dream about this burger <laughs> for weeks, and I think about it, and I'm like, oh my god, like it's so good. It's not really that good, but it's just that extra little element.
1: Yeah, totally. You know?
0: And it's and I love that totally.
1: Um, what about your f- historically favorite burger? Do you have like a burger memory? Yeah, that. Besides Lost Lake a couple weeks ago. Right. <laughs> I would love
0: that if that was, yeah, it happened to just land in the last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, burgers have obviously been such a big part of my life. Sure. Um, I don't know if that is obvious, but um, I look like a hamburger kind of. I look like a hamburger loving boy.
1: <laughs> like the Hamburglar.
0: Like the Hamburglar, always, yeah. My cape is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, there's, there's kind of two burgers that stick out to me. One was the, I think it's the Arctic drive Through. God, our neighbor is fucking, like, chopping their house down, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the quietest neighbors ever get an after it. Um, so there was this place called, I think it's the Arctic Drive-In. It was in my hometown. And I can't remember exactly what it was that they, that made a difference. One thing, they did butter griddle their, bun, their mm, bun. Yep. They also did, it was the first time that I had, had cooked, like, butter-cooked onions on top of a burger. Mm. And it was super, super good. The yep. other thing that they did, cheese on both sides of the burger. Oh. which was pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, pretty delicious.
1: That's inventive.
0: But uh-huh. I think my all-time best burger, and I'm not 100% sure if it's going to be yours too, because it might, is a farm burger. Oh, Ms. God, Decatur. that's <laughs> totally mine too. That's totally mine too. Yeah.
1: It's it's a burger I still think about because of the bone marrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is and this so this that to, was
1: what elevated it for to me.
0: Decatur, Georgia. We I were, think
1: they have a lot of locations. Oh
0: yeah, we. I think we were at the original one. Yeah, which was Decatur, and it was um, it was like the first time that I'd had a burger that was like fancy but not in the bullshit way. Uh huh. It was yep. like plussed up ingredients, but at the end of the day, the burger was just a real like a burger. Yeah, it wasn't trying to like use some fancy ass bread. I fucking hate when people do like meh, 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 like you know some fancy cheese or whatever, even blue cheese. I'm like. I like it. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Just American cheese, like griddled burger, whatever. But they put bone marrow. They also had pickled eggs.
1: Yes.
0: Which I was like, I don't know if I like this, but it was so good.
1: It was so well, it was the burger that hit every single taste element. Yeah. There was like soury, sour, <laughs> sour <laughs> element, um, kind of a sweetness from the the like ketchupy sauce Hell that was yeah. on it it was super salty obviously it was umami with the bone marrow so it was just like biting into oh every flavor i'd ever wanted Foodgasm. and never knew i needed For in sure. my mouth it oh, was yeah. so
0: good well that's the and i think the key element to all of these dishes that we're going to talk about in the in the, the primary color space is that they have that ale combination of yes. salt sugar fat Sugar yeah. comes from weird places, right? But it's like we got ketchup. ketchup. We got, you know, totally. like the bun, which is kind of sweet often. Totally. But it's just, it hits like, and especially if you have a, a well-cooked burger that has some char to it or mm-hmm. has a little bit of crisp or crust on it, mm-hmm. um, you get the texture of the bun. You get all that sort of stuff. So we we talk about the butter-griddled bun. I'm also someone who likes a raw bun sometimes. Mm. Like sometimes, depending on the burger, if it's like a Hawaiian roll, mm-hmm. I kind of want it to be straight up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hard one. This is a, it's a moment by moment argument for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I also would argue that I always need a like a, a sour element on my burger. Yeah, there like has a to be pickles. Yeah. Or if pickles aren't available, there has to be mustard. Mm hmm.
0: Um, yeah, see, I'm mustard and I are. Um, yeah, we have an interesting relationship on a burger. <laughs> Cause it's just some places over over mustard. Oh, God, see, I love it. I love mustard, but it's I can't be the overpowering flavor. Mm-hmm. This has always been my problem with McDonald's basic burger. Right. Is that it's fucking shit ass tons of must of mustard. And then it just tastes like that. And it's yellow mustard too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm a fancy boy. Right. I like my Dijon.
1: Can I tell you what I used to do? Because I was a vegetarian.
0: For I, years. I remember this, yeah.
1: Like 10 years. Okay. And um, I used to love when I was a kid, I used to love a McDonald's burger. Sure. And it was mostly, it wasn't necessarily the meat, it was the combo of the the ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. You know, no plus. mayonnaise on it. No mayonnaise on no. it. So the ketchup and mustard combo. It was just the cheese then yeah. that was like the yummy fatty part because I, I would always if eat we're the talking burger. the basic
0: burger. The Big Mac is the- yeah. Fe- I never ate it. No, okay, I didn't right. eat a Big. Yeah.
1: I didn't eat a Big Mac. Um, and so when I was a vegetarian, mm. oh, and boy. <laughs> um, I would. Where the fuck is this going? I go? know. <laughs> I would. I was working on a golf course, mm-hmm. doing both the driving of the beverage cart,
0: mm. uh,
1: beverage meaning beers. Sure. Um, and then I would also sometimes get scheduled to work in the snack shop which was obviously the less ideal job.
0: I would imagine less money.
1: Way less money.
0: And less um, creepy flirtation from drunk 55-year-olds. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I mean, the the amount of deflection that had to be done was much less in the snack (laughs) shop, I will say, (laughs) but. um, And- We didn't have anything in the snack shop. It was like Mike and Ike's and lemonade basically, right? Um, And so I was really hungry one day and we did have buns in there for some – we didn't have burgers, but we had buns in there. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I really want a burger. But like I was a vegetarian and we didn't have burgers. So I literally found ketchup and mustard packets and just squirted them on these buns (laughs) and ate the burgerless <laughs> ketchup and mustard bun. I mean, thinking that it would like satiate this deep need for me to eat this burger.
0: How many times did you? Well, how did it satiate that?
1: Not, it didn't even tickle. <laughs> like it didn't how many even times did come you do close. This? I mean, every time. Oh, I, like a lot. Oh, yeah. Like every time, I was in the fucking snack shop. I would do it again and again. Oh my god. And I god. think this is, you know, this is this speaks to the vegetarianism that I was doing at that time, right? It was not right. Um, Wasn't really healthy. covered. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> and my body was probably just like, you need some B twelve or some iron. Mm.
0: Um, and, but this uh, is, I mean, so when I was uh broke um, ski bum, mm-hmm. what we would do. Is we'd go into the ski lodge where burgers were $18 or something, you know, and we're definitely not going to be buying those. But what you could do is you could go by the soup station and get um, saltines, get a fistful of saltines, and then you could get relish mustard ketchup whatever (laughs) and so I would usually get relish and mustard and then put it onto the um, crackers and I'd eat like 50 this is the same thing oh sure yeah Yeah. same idea yeah it was like what can you make out of it and it was great and you could make a little soup if you wanted or you could make it into like I had friends that were making they'd mix like make a (laughs) tomato soup ketchup and then crackers That's Hot water. so great. That yeah, was great. That's so great. Well, and it's, and the, th- I mean, burgers are just such a, like, a touchstone, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're, I just have these, like, iconic pops. Hot dogs for me, we'll probably talk about them on an episode, but, like, they don't really ring that much for me. Yeah. Burgers, like, I have these memories of, like, my girlfriend Kipley and I in sixth grade walking to the drive in in my neighborhood <laughs> and like splitting a burger and a shake. Mm-hmm. And I just felt, I was like, I am a fucking adult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am on a date.
0: I'm on a date <laughs> eating half a hamburger. Yeah. And I'm probably going to try to steal a little more than half.
1: Yeah. And I remember when my sister and I would have a babysitter come, mm, it was okay. McDonald's oh, it was. night. Oh, yeah. that's
0: interesting. Well, it was a, It
1: was Happy Meal night.
0: How? You guys would go get it we with would, the babysitter?
1: Yeah, yeah, mom. No, no, no. Oh. My mom would drive us there. We'd get the, oh, before the get the Happy Meal, came. yep. Oh, and okay. then um it was like always the the babysitter Oh, that's treat. it. So
0: we were at Domino's. Mm. So like wherever, mm-hmm. the, whenever whenever a babysitter mm-hmm. that we had a check on the front counter and the Domino's would get delivered to the house. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, and I think those, you know, they say that like in the kind of like um, how you develop your taste and your food memories, mm-hmm. whatever you had at eight years old, mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. eight, that's like, what it would have been. That's yeah. your Thanksgiving meal.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, pizza was my big go to. And like right now, pizza is my number one right. thing. Right. Right. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny being at this stage in pregnancy, right. twenty five weeks.
0: Ooh, twenty five. I was gonna <laughs> say quarter.
1: Um, and this pregnancy I haven't really had a ton of food cravings and I haven't really wanted a ton of meat. And I'm definitely a meat eater. Sure. Um, but the the, the meat that I have wanted to eat has been Beef and specifically in hamburger form. I know, dude. It's really funny. um, But it makes sense, right? From a nutritional perspective, beef has a ton of B12. Mm. Beef has a ton of iron. Okay. It's got some zinc. So it's like your immune system's covered. mm. You're, you know, a lot of people that are pregnant end up anemic. And Mm. so um, really having that B12 and that iron is helpful. So I wonder if it's just a, Intuitive so, kind of thing.
0: B12, I only know that from being a supposed hangover cure.
1: <laughs> well, it helps to create your red blood cells. Oh, okay. And so, um, you know, that's the stuff that carries oxygen everywhere, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Blood carries oxygen to places. And hmm. so, yeah, I, I mean, know. I guess theoretically, when you oxygenate your body, you're going to feel less hungover and okay. less shitty. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah. You know people that have low b12 can feel like headachey and dizzy and mm. um, and you know, animal iron that you're getting from an animal source is like the most bioavailable. Mm. Form that you can get really, maybe this not is, that you can't be a vegetarian and get enough iron, right? But yeah. it's it's just the kind of like quickest hit, easiest.
0: This way. is like why my my uh, knee jerk reaction to whenever we see someone who's like too skinny, like especially we're like in LA or something. Just like skinny, <laughs> you say eat
1: a burger. Skinny people walking around, <laughs> just
0: like eat a fucking burger. Just like you look at your body looks like it needs B12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome. So I mean, I love the health benefits of it. I think that's so interesting. Yeah, and it is, and it's you know, and I think there's all the. you know the rush to like let's put the wildest shit we can in a burger but at the core of it like you can eat a hamburger and have it be something that's a a really healthy option i mean at the end of the day it's just beef and you know so let's talk about it from a kind of a chef perspective like when i'm creating when i'm making a hamburger at home um i love the flavor of a grilled hamburger Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but i don't like the way that it cooks it 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 always ends up a little Mm -hmm. too dry Mm -hmm. it always ends up a little too i don't know it's not my favorite way to cook a burger my go-to way to cook a burger is get the highest fat percentage burger you can feel comfortable with. Yep. 80/20 I feel like is kind of where I'm at. And if you can, which this is kind of a big ask, but get a single grind burger or get single What does
1: that mean? So
0: that means that they put the beef through beef and fat through the grinder once so one pass. Oh, okay. okay. And so the way that you can kind of I see it is that the fat is super identifiable. Like uh-huh. it's like as it looks as if there's like little pieces of chalk or something like or little like tubes of a <laughs> little crayons, oh, yeah. okay. white crayons yep. like so the fat is super identifiable. So they just pass it through once and then so and it's all you can kind of see the strings mm. of where it went through the dye on the mm. uh, on the grinder.
1: I feel like that's what my grandma used for her meatballs.
0: Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it historically was more popular. I mean, this is—it's kind of a hipster butcher shop thing. Now, oh, is it? But okay. It's so good. And the thing that—the reason that it's so good—I mean, my
1: grandfather was a butcher, so he. But you I know, think that, I don't
0: know. I think traditionally butchers would have done more passes because they wanted—they're you know not to be a dick to your grandpa, but he you want to get rid the of the fat meat, right? You want to incorporate it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so this way, it's the fat is not incorporated, and so when you eat the burger, it's like you're eating these fat explosions. and uh, it's So okay. good. Okay. I love maybe it. not then. Kind of yeah. hard to find, but maybe not. That. And then, um, you know, I we use a griddle in our house. I get the griddle just blazing hot, which mm-hmm. I really love. And then you want to put the burger down and you can – the so the idea of a smash burger, right, but the idea of getting that kind of the like crust on the outside of it is is smashing it, is pushing it down. Mm-hmm. But the thing about pushing it down is you only want to do it when you first put the burger down on the griddle. So you can push that down so it gets a lot of like, you know, it spreads out a little bit mm-hmm. and it gets kind of those crispy elements on that one side. The G move is if you have a hot cast iron, Mm -hmm. you can use a pan, but it's better. We have like a little, it's like a bacon press. Mm -hmm. And it's a piece of cast iron that you can put on your griddle. So it heats up with the griddle. And then when you put that burger down, you smash the other side of it with that. Uh, So it's not going to create the exact same sear as the hot side, but it's going to give you at least a little bit of push down that road. So when you flip it, you don't, do not smash it again, because then you're going to release all the juices. Right. But on the first push, you can do it. Right. Okay. Um. And then yeah. And then when I flip the burger, that's when I add the cheese. Yeah. Um. Yep. But I don't really unless I'm cooking it on the on this on the grill. I might rotate it so that it has different grill marks. But I'm not really moving it around much when it's on the griddle. Mm-hmm. Just I want it to just do its thing halfway cooked and then flip it. Yeah.
1: And then what's the what's the perfect temperature to cook it to for a burger?
0: You know, I'm not a big temperature guy. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I like a medium rare burger. Yeah. And so yeah. where does that land? One. 35. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually not good about, about numbers because I don't really temp that much stuff. I will temp chicken sometimes, but it's more about feel to me. Like I have a way of kind of touching it. There's this hand technique where you can touch your hand mm-hmm. and you start at kind of the webbing in between your pointer finger and your thumb, and you kind of, you know, raw would be like the edge of your webbing. And if you kind of go in your hand, like medium rare is kind of like for me, it's like an inch into my meat of my hand. Oh. Yeah. They're saying rare.
1: um uh <laughs> they, they on the spruce eats. That's where I'm. Oh, at. I actually like the spruce. Yeah, eats. I do too. Um, one thirty 130 to one thirty-five degrees Fahrenheit wow. is mid-rare.
0: She-, she nailed it. Um, so yeah. So I think that's the way to go. I mean, it's here's my main argument is if you're cooking with meat that you know where it came from and it's a good meat. That's a yeah. That's you a can fucking way. Philly if you or is it Philly? No, Pittsburgh. Where you can have, like, a black and blue right. burger, which is, right. like, where it's charred on the outside and raw in the middle. Right. And fucking delicious. Right. And um, that's how Anthony Bourdain ate his burgers. Um, but I, I kind of tend to like it a little more cooked. I'm, I don't I don't need it to be, you know, mooing. Right. Um, and then, yeah. And then, you know, I, I always put bacon on top of mine. Way to go. Mm-hmm. I, the only cheese in my world is American um, for a burger, uh, you can spit at me all day about cheddar and pepper jack <laughs> and whatever the fucking blue cheese or whatever you want to put on it. If I'm putting blue cheese on it, I'm putting blue cheese in it. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, that sounds yummy. And
0: I, American cheese is the only sauce so- or only cheese that becomes a sauce, it's an, in, like instantly a sauce. You can get really high quality American cheese. Yep, um, so I don't know. Is the
1: burger sustainable? Like, no, right, right, no. I mean, because cows are.
0: Polluters. Yeah. Killing I mean, our planet, yeah. right? And it's not not their fault, but. Right. Yeah, they emit a lot of farts. They need a lot. They're very biointensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good burgers that, uh, that are not fully meat,
1: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that have mushroom mm-hmm.
0: in them that, you know. That you can do really, really good things with with some blends. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, but the argument for me is just don't eat burgers all the time. Right. You shouldn't. We should not be eating as many burgers as we're eating as a country. Totally. No. Yeah. I eat a burger. We eat a burger once a month.
1: Yeah, I would say that's yeah, and that's I think that's, that's about right. right. And and yeah. pre pregnancy, it was probably more like once every three or four months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the other argument for me is that like we we have a a freezer full of ground beef downstairs. And it was, you know, really well-raised mm-hmm. um, beef that came from a cow that, like, we could have met, mm-hmm. and so.
1: And it was a super affordable way to get that kind of
0: meat. Yeah. Because when
1: you're just going to your grocery store, and looking for grass-fed, it's like ex- it's
0: oh, it's expensive. super expensive. And I think a lot of grass-fed stuff that ends up in supermarkets tastes shitty. Mm-hmm. It tastes grassy. It tastes lean. It's too. It's too. It's not good. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you, you know, if you're in a place where you can find. Someone who really like, you know, humanely raises cows, buy buy a half a cow, buy a quarter cow, split it with a friend, whatever. That's what we did. It ends up being wicked cheap. I mean, I think on average ours ended up being around two something a pound or three something a pound. And that's with burger. But then we also got steaks. We also got Mm -hmm. shanks and brain and tongue and all that stuff Mm -hmm. Um, because we nasty like that. And um, but it's I I just think we, you know, like eat meat, but just eat, eat thoughtful meat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause it, it, I mean, it matters. I think, even, you know, down to taste wise. Oh, for to sure. To say nothing about the, the way that you're treating this animal, yeah. which is a, a life. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, deciding to give that life up so that you can have sustenance (laughs) right i mean that's that's a really big deal but the
0: and cows are the biggest animals that we eat basically yeah you know and and that just that has ramifications for fuck's sake it's you know we're not talking about um fish or cockroaches here or something like that i mean we're talking about a big animal that like you know takes a lot of water and a lot of things to feed and then you know are you know like the way that people are raising them is decimating the you know the, the places that they're raised in our country because it's right. just like it's creating all of these downstream issues and um I don't know but there's it's not like we shouldn't be eating it I think we can eat it but I just right. think we have to not eat it like Americans Americans we go at everything so fucking hard yeah. and then of course it creates issues it's the right. same thing I think that's gonna happen now with electric cars like we're like oh we want electric cars and then of course there's a bunch of people that are like I need an electric truck. Right. It's like, no, it's not the fucking point of an electric car. And so we're starting to. Okay. Hi, we're back. Sorry about that. our, our little recorder thing. Um, I guess ran out of batteries or something. Not really <laughs> sure. Um, But yeah, but I i don't need to go on a rant about it. But the, the, you know, the thing for me is I just think like we overdo everything. Sure. Like we're, I was starting to read about the, you know, this, these cobalt wars that are basically being mm-hmm. fought in Africa because they need, it's an essential ingredient in the batteries that are charging our cars. And, like, we can't just have – like we we need so much. Like, we need – when we talk about, like, electric cars, it's like everybody needs a car. We need four fucking cars or two cars per household or whatever. And it's like if we ate beef in a way that was, like, just more responsible, Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of these things wouldn't be happening. If we created corn in a way that was more responsible and didn't put it in everything because we're not, you know – we're not using real sugar anymore or something. Right. We'd be in a way different place. Right. And so burgers are – it's problematic for me to talk about them and celebrate them because it is – there's a lot of, you know, companies that are doing it in a way that's – I don't know. It's it, – of – I would – this is maybe a big statement, but it could be the single – like single-handedly the single food that is destroying our planet the fastest. Sure. I think that's right. Is that probably right? Yeah. Hamburger. Mm,
1: that's right. Yeah. I mean, think about all of the fast food chains and how much um, you know, how much ground beef is cranked out of there every mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, it's not like people are eating that many steaks. Right. Like comparatively to ground beef, it's like probably five to one.
1: Yeah. And ground beef is more accessible for people. Sure. Right? Totally. It's cheaper. Yeah.
0: And, oh, and you know, I guess and I guess we talk about, yeah, I mean, ground beef also is going into tacos, is going into, you sure. know, lots of different things. But yeah. Totally. Yeah, but the burger I think probably probably holds the top of the food chain as far as things that are destroying us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know, isn't that interesting? We've got this dichotomy of like this food that is iconic and that a lot of us love. And also I don't know that we're gonna be able to eat it or our kid is gonna be able to eat it Mm. for all of his life. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: mean they probably Um, are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I don't think
0: I don't think anybody's pushing the brakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On beef, the beef breaks. Well, you
1: know, there's companies that are doing the yeah. amino acid profile. Oh
0: god, you mean like the Beyond printed Meat Burger and stuff. And- sure. Well, yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of the different things. There's yeah. Yeah. There's the meat um god, what are we calling it now?
1: Meat analog?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's actually a specific name, engineered meat or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And then there's, you know, and then there's the Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers and stuff, which I just, I don't have, they're not going to make enough penetration into the market to really take up that, to really make that big of a shift, I don't think. but We'll see. I don't know. They don't taste very good. (laughs) And they're salty as shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I like to talk in burgers with you. I
0: know. It's super fun. I'm, I really want a burger.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. Um, so this week, um, for those of you that are following and interested in um, baby rigatoni Yay, party times party time. size, um, apparently the bump is telling us this week, size of a cauliflower. Okay. Um, the head of a cauliflower varies. A lot, massively, then. sure, yep. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> we have actually been seeing some really beautiful Romanesco at the yeah. farmers market. Yeah, and I think lately, just, I,
0: I remember I did just see some cheddar cauliflower at the at the farmers market too.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, so we're gonna be prepping some cauliflower. Maybe we'll even make a cauliflower burger, well, cauliflower steak, or something. What we
0: could do also is we could do like smaller burgers, but then also have a griddled or grilled slice of you know cauliflower steak on top to kind of like use a little less meat. Mm, okay. Yeah. I see where you are I going. think it would be great. I like this. Mm-hmm, me too.
1: Um we are Mikey and Rin. Yes, we are. <laughs> um in order to contact us, let's eat at mikeyandrin.com. Love that. We are at Mikey and Rin on Instagram so you can um, send us some messages through there. Truth. We'd love to hear about your um fave burger recipes, yeah. fave burger memories. Um do you not eat Burgers?
0: Yeah, tell us what you're eating instead.
1: Yeah, why? Um,
0: I hope you guys saw on Instagram last week, we had some cute videos of a uh, burrata and melon and tomato salad that we cooked, or that we made. And then a um, some corn fritters. And we yeah. had a lot of like likes and a lot of sweet stuff. Rainy was in the videos looking so cute. <laughs> um, and maybe we'll do a, ver- a burger video this week. And next week, we're going to be off. Yep. Because we are going on our 10th anniversary trip
1: yeah fun
0: yeah but we love you guys we'll see you again in two weeks and uh get up in your ears we love you bye Hamburger.